is that I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. What's up, bitches? Tell them to bring me my money. Okay, we are back. It is, it is the It's Just Money podcast presented by Vigit. Today is Wednesday, December 29th, and this is episode 48. And the boys are all here, everybody, including Reese. He is still here. We are grateful for that. Schaefer said about two words since he joined in the Zoom call. So how are we, Schaefer? Uh, just looking, I'm just doing my research again, giving you some locks. I've, I've given you a couple winners today, so I'm just trying to do my job. But did you give them to the people? Yeah, I did. I gave uh, the over, and I gave them Houston. To the uh, people, not Jordan. to us. Yes, to the people on last week's episode. All right. Yeah, I'm just, just making sure. What? what he just said. Sure. Yeah, I was like, what? You only asked me three times. <laughs> um, yeah, Houston this morning was nice. Uh, they, they made me a little bit nervous. I thought we were going to get fucked because I got it at plus one and a half. And then when I went on like 20 minutes later to look at, they were minus one. And I was like, what the balls is happening? So um, they won by four. So it didn't matter what it was. How did everybody's bets go over the last almost a week? Um, college football has been pretty crazy. A lot of cancellations, a lot of shit happening. How are, is our betting lives and how have they been? At the service academies. Cha-ching. That's very what good. I do. Not, what I do, Shaper. Army. Come on. That's what I do, Schaefer. Don't Reese, you be quiet. Right? I wanna quiet. I wanna I'll give a one. shout out because I think they deserve it. Because I don't think Share we one. really gave the recognition that the public gave them that they deserve. And that shout out is um shout out to uh, Los Angeles Chargers for being the biggest frauds in the most pussy ass defensive team in the National Football League, losing me two parlays. Um unbelievable. How you let old man Rex fucking Burkhead rush for about 200 yards on you. And Justin Herbert, yeah, continue to turn over the ball, buddy, because you're just fucking awful. So, If it uh, makes you feel any better, I'm on that train with you. I was in my fantasy league championship this week, and I lost by .7 points. And I had Herbert at quarterback. And I also had Edwards Alaire that got hurt and didn't play in the second half. So... Edwards Lair, if you, by some grace of God you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> Play through it. Everybody, I mean, it's just a collarbone. You couldn't run for like five more inches. JP broke, like, I JP broke two, two of those. Whoa. Relax. You ever broke JP a broke two of those. You couldn't run for two yards. I would have passed yes. out probably. Fuck it in the other hand. That's not how that works. Yeah, the exactly mat arms exposed. Just run out of bounds. Hands. Just give him a toss, run out of bounds. Exactly. Oh, I need two yards. Point seven points. Are you fucking me? Anyway. That's why fans football. And my bets, my bets were losers as well. Nevada, not good. I apologize, everybody. Um, and then the pick before that, what was it? It was also a loser. <laughs> oh, God. What was it? I blanked. Um, whatever it lost me. It was there were so many win- there were so many winners you forgot about. You just forget about the losers. right. There's and by so many winners, <laughs> I, Houston got me back on track today. When they were about to lose, I was like, "Oh fuck, here we go again." Um, but no. Oh, North so, Texas. Yes, those yeah, North Texas was a loser. Oh my god, they looked bad. Score, yeah, score in the second half. 
control the game and then no longer control it. I do. I do want. I don't want the Chargers bets to dismiss the fact that I did have a decent weekend, though. Christmas. Christmas was pretty good, and it didn't ruin my holiday. Uh, Unlike Thanksgiving, I was pretty. uh, I was kind of a humbug on Thanksgiving because of the way I was betting. But uh, Christmas. Christmas Day went pretty well for me. NBA wise, some Georgia State was an absolute lock. There was another winner that I gave the people, Jordan. So. Uh, yeah, not all overall all a bad weekend. I just I can't believe. I I mean I'm sorry. You're fighting for playoff position, and I just couldn't believe they did that. That was unbelievable. And they gave up forty plus points <laughs> to the Texans. I mean, what, you you deserve to fucking you deserve everything you get. Welcome to the NFL. Yeah, the NFL is hard to bet. So Colts? college football could like extend Colts? itself winner? until like the spring. That would be Col- cool. Colts winner gave it winner. Another the Colts one? are on a fucking roll. Were they not like one in four anymore? One in four. Eight and two in our last ten. Carson yeah. wins. Yeah, Carson wins. COVID, buddy. No, this is – well, well, he doesn't He doesn't have COVID for sure. He He's was exposed. It. Just He's like, on the list. Yeah, I know but that, that means you're exposed. It wasn't, didn't mean you turned positive yet. He's also unvaxxed, so they're tough yeah. on him. Yeah, and they're waiting for his results to come back. And they just changed the rules to if you're asymptomatic and you're vaccinated, you can come back in five days. So, really, I mean, the win on Saturday pretty much locked us in. We have Jacksonville next week. So, we're in really no matter what. And, honestly, this, this, this sounds terrible, but I don't even know if I should say this on the air. But if, it, if he does get COVID, this is the time to do it <laughs> right before the playoffs start. So if I'm going to be – okay, I just ran under the ticker. He did test positive. Perfect. Yeah, we are in prime position for the playoffs, boys. This is the time to do it. Our quarterback, he'll be fine. He'll be back in 10 days, and we're ready to go. So I don't know if this is a rest situation where you're like, all right, it's week 17. Let's just rest <laughs> the starters. Like It's a little different than that. <laughs> Just I rest think, him. It's all right. Let's go find a local female for him to go make out and give him the vid so he can be yeah. for a couple weeks. <laughs> it worked, I guess. Somebody's cooking something up down in Jacksonville. That's all I got to say. I haven't been following much on social media lately, like the rave or whatever you want to call it. But going back to COVID, the new strand that, what is it called? Omni? Omicron. 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 I thought that was a joke. I thought that was like a play on a rap song or something that people were making up. I thought it was just Delta and regular COVID, like standard COVA or add Delta. I didn't know that there was another one out there. So it's never going to like rap and like random names. Have you guys seen the movie old? Yes. <laughs> the rapper in that movie is called mid-sized sedan. <laughs> Wait, is, it, is that that new M night Shyamalan movie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's that. like, who's that? That's that's mid-sized <laughs> sedan. It's a rapper. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Mid-sized sedan. It's, it's like, not a spoiler, but it is so funny. Ridiculous. Is this on it Netflix is. or something or what? No. no. It was it's like movie. a pretty new movie. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it twice. It's, it's, the one, it's the one where they're trapped on a beach and they like they – Every hour that goes by the beach. Every like, oh, 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen the previews to that. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. It's a little mind-boggling. It's, it's weird, but the rapper being named Mid-sized sedan had me laughing out loud. <laughs> <laughs> that was legit. Yes, that's what he went by and – the ending of that movie is very good. Also, yeah. while we're on the topic of that, we're just rattling things off. You guys seen the new Spider-Man yet? No. no. Oh my god, it's so good. I see. I saw the uh, the Bubba Fett, the book of Bubba Fett, comes out in tomorrow. What did you for today? 
Name? He just said Bubba Fett. <sighs> Isn't that what it is? No, it's Boba. Boba Fett. God, it's Boba. Guy, <laughs> guy says he's a fucking Star Wars fan. I don't give I Boba don't Fett. Swear it's because it's because he uses like it. it's because he used to saying Bubba. <laughs> it's Bubba. Oh. I got a dog. You call him Bubba every once in a while. <laughs> you haven't seen Spider Man yet. No, I've been. Fuck you. I know. What are you doing? Making puzzles. Yeah. Reese, you've got like a week left to see it. Yeah. (laughs) Not a big Marvel guy. Look at at how like, he's like, yeah. Reese, that might be a Saturday thing. Huh? That might be a Saturday thing this week. That could be a Saturday thing. I don't know. I mean, that would be the third time I saw it. I've seen it twice in theaters already. It's pretty good. What do you give it? Uh, 96 is what I gave it. Oh, that's really good. It's probably very... that, that Kurt Warner movie is really good too. That's what I've heard, oh, wow. heard as well. Yeah, I, it I looks like it was like, shot in the garage. Like, yeah, I thought it was like dog shit, but apparently it's really good. Not a huge budget, and anytime an actor plays himself, I get a little scared. So he doesn't play himself. Wait, what? Why did you think he played himself? Kurt Warner doesn't play himself. That's not him in the movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yes, but no. Are you sure? There's a guy. There's a guy playing Kurt Warner in the movie. <laughs> It's not Kurt Warner playing Kurt Warner. Are you sure? Yes. Why well, I, I was just fucking like him. They did a bang up job. <laughs> Dennis Kurt Quaid Warner. is like the coach or something. Is that the dude that played Shazam? Yeah. I never oh, seen Shazam, shit. but I know that, yeah. I thought for sure that was fucking Kurt Warner. <laughs> that guy looks just like him. <laughs> you guys get any uh, good Christmas gifts? Yeah, good question. I was going to ask that. Yeah. Schaefer, looking at you, you're grinning down there. What'd you get that you're laughing about? You get Cole, buddy? No, I I got good gifts. What'd okay. you get? It's a good thing we heard about him. I got a nice Jack Trice Stadium picture that I tra- tried to hang up, but uh, I about fell. bought the wrong fucking hanging stuff from Walmart. So A screw? Not a not well, a handy I guy, I are can't, you? I can't screw into the walls here in my apartment, so I cannot screw it in. So I have to oh, get, I'm like, pretty sure we were supposed to nail anything up in the house, and I like nailed everything that was up in my room to the wall. <laughs> yes, well, I I'm had a little bit of everything. That, so I'm trying. It's not to... like it's doing any better right now after we we left. So no. Wait, we weren't supposed to hang stuff in twelve oh nine, or our no, we, like, we couldn't nail it to the wall. Like I nailed shit to the wall. We weren't supposed to nail it. I don't think these people care about what happened with our house and what we were nailing up to the fucking wall. There was about a thousand holes. You guys are here for the conversations at this point. If you haven't skipped over this shit yet, you're here for the conversation. Like Christmas-wise, Schaefer, did you get anything cool other than this picture you can't hang up? Like you don't seem too happy about it. Trying to think. Uh, you got a pretty cool full helmet. I mean, it was like three days ago. How'd you forget already? Yeah. I got some memorable. sweatshirts. I got yeah. Listen to that voice. Always a great pick. Yes, I got some socks, sweatshirts. Don't shit on socks. I, got socks last year. I did get some socks. Socks is a gift. Yeah, I got a yeah. <laughs> I don't really remember to be honest. I can't think of the time. Oh my Shaver goodness! Blacked out. Yeah, on like Christmas. I was drinking. I was. Anybody, I anybody ruin your Christmas by telling you anybody in specific wasn't real or something wasn't real <laughs> or you know, Reese? No, been crazy. <laughs> Nah, man, I, couldn't, the Easter yeah, bunny. Could, I couldn't spoil anything for him this year. He's too smart now. Reese, what you did you get Easter bunny? Was it real? I got some uh, Lululemon joggers. Comfortable That's as shit. Oh, you're a, that guy now. What a great gift from you're my sister. Great pick you're, by them. Are you that guy now? You're a you Lulu mean? guy now. I'm that guy. 
No, I can't that. afford that I'll, shit. I'll be that guy. Dude, Batman. one pair of those pants is like a tenth of my ta- of my paycheck. I'm not gonna be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> one pair of Lululemon. You one pair of Lululemon. I'm gone. <laughs> I got some. I got a new Kansas City shirt. I got a sticker Kansas for my City, laptop. Uh, my brother gets me like a KC shirt like every year. Not like the Royals, just like a. Just, just, just it says shirt. Kansas. It says Kansas City on it. I don't know. How oh, big city it. guy. Big city guy. It's yeah. over here. Hang on. Oh, he's gonna show us. I like that. I got uh, I got some uh, Christmas ornaments like the bulbs you put on your tree. You know. Okay. Fireball shooters. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool shirt. That is a cool shirt. And then I got some. Uh, I got a new pair of new white Nike shoes. They're pretty fire. Uh, I don't know what I'm gonna be allowed to wear them down in Fort Sam. I'm pretty sure you can wear those with your camo. Yeah, yeah. that'd be sick. If they that'd let fucking sick. dudes wear like Air Forces and shit while they're fighting. Some J's. Can you imagine the army in like the 2000s? That was real, and all the DC shoes would be flying. <laughs> the fucking oh, what those are Osiris or whatever. Osiris. Shoes were. The official, hey, the official shoe of 13 year old girls at the mall. <laughs> Osiris is untied. Wait, wait, wait! You got you're just you know minding your business in training, and someone just comes flying by on some Heelys and just tags you. That'd be sick. I mean, come Dude, on, <laughs> Heelys are still a thing. They're like 70 bucks. If they yeah. drop in price, I'm all over those motherfuckers. Those things are unreal. Just a bunch of soldiers running by with some, you know, M4s in their hands on healing. Just wheeling, <laughs> just wheeling down and just chucking grenades. Where'd he come from? Go. <laughs> that would be so cool. Be silent Holy too. Shit. I hear you roll up. We would be even more dominant if we had him on healings. Or like ones that like folded out like some Iron Man shit. Like, like you also shout out. out. Shout out Army getting a dub against Missouri. You didn't cover, but you still got to win. So that's all we need. Army Good. number one. Yeah. Armed Big Force Army was... guy. Yes. Hey, uh, um, I got some you guys would like a little more than I like, but I thought it was really cool to receive. Um, I got these Christmas bulbs that are fireball, and inside the bulb is a shooter. I've seen those. Yeah, those yeah. look pretty sweet. How do you, you get them out of the bulb? Yeah, it's a great question. I'm bringing them to you so you can you find throw out. them against the wall. Yeah, I was gonna say, JPB, feed me those when I get there Friday night. Are you having just a bad a bad week? Do yeah, we need J- to talk about J- this? Japer, you do seem down a little bit. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm not looking forward to working New Year's Eve and missing all these games. I, I'm definitely not looking forward to that. But why, why don't you just be? I wonder if you complain, complain about shit you're... about your job. Reese, what did you say? I don't want to hear you complain <laughs> shit about your fucking job. I don't want to hear you. I know what I signed up for, but I don't want to hear you say yeah, shit no, about your job. Reese, exactly what you just said. I know what I signed up for. I don't want to hear you say shit about your job. What's great about Reese is that he's going to be doing that for X amount of years, whatever, no, come back shit. and then go to school again. That's cool. Get, I was, oh, I was get it paid for and make some money while. <laughs> Not sure. I think you need a guy to make your life decisions for you. Jeffrey, you want uh, Reese? You want to go to the bar? No, I got to study. I got an exam tomorrow. I got to study. Reese, you're thirty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're five years old. Reese, you're thirty. Do you care what I got for Christmas? Yeah, what you got? Not for really. Christmas? Hey, oh, no shame you. to anybody that's thirty-five and going back to school. You know, live your life. I got Better another watch. It's pretty bougie. This Apple Watch, JP, you just got one too, if I remember right. I want to get one. I want to get one someday. Dude, one of the the coolest things about it is slap clothes. I love that. I'm slapping my wrist in public all the time. Like if you call it, that's dope. Slap clothes, you call it, huh? 
I don't know. I just kind of made that up. I feel I feel like a Power Ranger when I do it sometimes. You remember the Power Ranger movies? Yeah, they fuck. Power Rangers. No, I wasn't a fucking nerd. I didn't watch Power Rangers. You didn't watch Star Wars, bitch. You're a liar. No, I don't watch. I'm not a nerd. (laughs) Fuck you, science bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Making him a stupid science bitch. (laughs) Okay, I shouldn't talk about our podcast while we're making a podcast, but. Podcast. Good. No free ads. No free ads here. Saying the word podcast within a podcast is pretty strange. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, that we are indeed podcasting. That's a we're real thing. We're in the pod. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're 25 minutes into this. We haven't talked talked about <laughs> just some boys hanging out. But honestly, I got some notes back from last episode from a bunch of people saying like the beginning of it was some of the funniest shit they've ever heard. <laughs> Yeah, I had like four people. I had four people like talk to me like, "How did you not have your presents wrapped under the tree?" I'm like, I don't know, man. See, that's what I'm saying. Did you say something to your mom? Did they ever no. explain why they didn't? No. <laughs> Straight prime boxes under the tree. Like, oh, look at Santa. He went to Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> fucking package. Hey, that's a hell well, of a deal size, for all those packages. It's like a Cubs t-shirt that's a size small. I ain't going to fit my dad. He's not wearing that. It's got to be mine. Hey, did, does anybody like recall and ever think about Santa is a full-on slave owner? Like, People don't talk about that. He doesn't pay those kids, those elves. Yeah, but shit. they got to be happy, man. Like the way they live a life of joy. Yeah, I don't know, man. You ever seen Fred Claus? Those elves get after it. They do, Willie. Yeah, <laughs> get after it. And I love how the one girl that tracked all the quotas was a just a full size human being. Yeah, and they never mentioned why. <laughs> they never once mentioned why she was full size. <laughs> but it is what it is, and Willie got after her. So I respect that movie. I actually like that movie. They're old as shit too. Okay, but next holiday up, New Year's Eve, we will all be together. Schaefer is going to go get Whoa! 20 balled, coaching an eighth grade basketball game really fast before we hang out. Look at he's laughing. He knows he's going to get 20 balled. No, no. Hey, guess who we play tomorrow? Who? The Bulls. We play the Hinton Blackhawks. Oh, mm-hmm. there you isn't go. It, oh, is, watch out, Boovy. Isn't it the Black Blackhawks? Yeah, it's yeah. the Blackhawks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we got them first. So Are they Hinton? I'm bad. I mean, the teams before I've seen them aren't very good, but I have no idea what I'm going to get tomorrow. You're gonna hey, get man, as long as you guys that's, are shooting. That's the thing is, like, with the coaching eighth graders, it's like you have no idea what team you're going to play next until you go to the tournament and, like, see it. Can you imagine that's if true. college football was like that? Yeah. Like, there's no – you can't study you film. Have no you have, idea. No, you have idea. no idea who the fuck you're playing. You have yeah. no idea what size they are, how they <laughs> run their offense. It's, you just show up, deal with what you got. <laughs> there it is. All right. Can you imagine showing up in Alabama sitting there? You're like, there you go. Good luck. Go play football. <laughs> Red seven. <laughs> I love it. I got 22 excuses. I got 11 on offense. I got 11 on defense. <laughs> That's true. All-time video is the halftime speech, Key and Peel. If you haven't seen it, look it up. That's an all-time oh. video. I'm not going to repeat anything that's said in that video, but it's fun. It's not Key and Peel. Yeah, the Ben Show. Oh, the Ben Show. The Ben Show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Ben Show. You fucking idiots. <laughs> You're all fucking idiots. And you fucking suck. Great, great video. All that's time. All we can, okay. That's all we can. That's all we can say on that video. Can't do you guys think? Uh, do you guys think New Year's Eve is a like a cool holiday, or do you think it's kind of overrated? So overrated. It's a great it's holiday. So overrated. It is uh, overrated. Jennifer hates everything about fucking life. <laughs> that's a great what point. You, he also what hates are you Halloween. Talking about. Halloween's awful. Halloween is awful. Two Do you awful like anything? Holidays. Oh, he's One? a big Christmas guy. Dude, you're shooting on uh, holidays big, that big were great guy. as children and as adults. 
big Christmas guy. Dude, Halloween uh, is I a enjoyed, child. I enjoy the now. fourth. Hey, hey, big yeah, Christmas guy. Yeah, so I'm saying guy. as a child and adult, it's fantastic. Big Christmas guy. Hey, what'd you get for Christmas? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about family, not about uh, my gifts I'm receiving. That's what Christmas is literally about. Speaking of gifts, am I going to get mine or what? Are we just playing this? You know, you're faking it. Yeah, he didn't even order it, I bet. Yeah, it's I think he's right, faking it. It's sitting right in front of my fucking face. Show so. it. No. If you drop See, one more F word, I might believe it. <laughs> Come on. I think, I think New Year's Eve is just a big excuse to like go out and drink and pay irrational amounts of money at a bar that knows they're going to uptick their prices. But I think it's cool because it's, it is that excuse. You know? I will gladly make them some money because I want to yeah. go and have some fun. Just Especially another, nowadays, they need the money. It's yeah. an American holiday where there's it's a three world people holiday. that benefit. Well, like it's an American holiday that was literally just based around drinking. There's three people that really benefit from New Year's Eve. Adults that work because they get a recognized holiday. Fat Good. people to make an excuse so they can get a gym membership the next day that they can cancel. Yeah, that's, later. that's another reason why I, February. I hate. That's why I hate. You hate uh, people that's a, that's carrying a, self, self. That's a big uh, reason. Care? I hate a bunch of frauds who like. Ooh. Oh yeah, this this year is gonna be this is gonna be the new me, and by February, oh, yeah. like I'm year, so sad. Why can't I do this? And they're just scarping Twinkies down their fucking yeah. mouth. Hey, cue the New Year, New Me Instagram <laughs> post. Oh yeah. no, no, it's awful gonna be the people. it's gonna be the first day of January. They're, people are gonna post all over their Instagram stories. Page one of three sixty five. That fucking one. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're every day is like, going to be a movie. We're like page one of 365. Every True. day is a new page. You turn it to the next day. Shut up. Yes. And it's another reason. It's another holiday for Uber to uptick themselves. Yep. Because people are like, they push, they really push. Don't drink and drive, which we, we believe in that here on this podcast. Um, however, Uber just is like, here's 80 bucks, like 80 bucks. You can get five minutes. How's that sound? Does that sound good? And people are like, ah, I'll pay it. Somebody's so, going to hit us with a Natasha Bedingfield line. They're going to be like, the rest is still unwritten. Like that's kind of the Instagram post I'm going to feel from somebody. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> what a great song. It's uh, an all time song. I did not see that coming. No. <laughs> Not see that coming. Hey, one step. You always get. You always can get a rely on JP for a little curveball. Yeah, there's a curveball. I like it. I respect it. But going back to Uber really fast, we did. They did that to us in Arkansas. There was no reason that Uber needed to be eighty four dollars that night. Yeah, I didn't know it was eighty four dollars. So we got home and you told us. Yeah, I just let it fly though. (laughs) Took like a sixty. Actually, one time this summer, I paid like a sixty dollar Uber for us to get back home. That was ridiculous. Yeah, it's dumb. It's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, taxis are free. Who the fuck's taking a taxi? I mean, but in all honesty, like you're drunk. It's negative. Oh no, it's worth it. It's worth it. it. It No, 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 no. But but like, it's negative thirty degrees outside, and it's New Year's Eve, and somebody goes six hundred dollars. I mean, nah. how far we gotta go? What, I mean, what do you? What else? What other choice do you hey, have? Parks has Parks has got family Ames there for New Year's. From Ames, it wasn't that yeah, far. Ames last year, yes, we did. Where oh, do we go? I walked home that night. Size the Gage's house, dude. That was far, and it was cold as shit. Gage's, yeah. We walked. Was it size or was it AJ's or something like that, dude? It was far. Hey, don't remember, worry about it. They're uh. Because it was cold. I, took, I have a video. Oh, like yeah. I do remember that. Dude. We walk, Yeah, we did walk all the way back there. 
We were in Vermilion all together once, and it was raining, and we were walking back oh to like God, this random yeah. house after the bar. And yep. JP, nope. JP, no and Paper were a little bit late, and I, I can't, I can't remember why they were late. That's <laughs> horseshit. That's horseshit. <laughs> Don't not not on the podcast. That's, That's horseshit. We're not throwing Jordan under the bus on the That's podcast. Horse. We're moving on. <laughs> I'm throwing remember. bombs if this happens. Like we're we're starting. We're moving. We are moving on. That is not getting mentioned. We will start this, and it will not end in a good way. Unmentionable. Unmentionable. (laughs) Um, There is college football going on this week. There is college football going on this week. This is actually a sports gambling podcast. (laughs) No, um, we're not. We're going to move into that. College football is going on as we speak. Texas Tech is absolutely piss-pounding Mississippi State. Minnesota and West Virginia are about to kick off. Minnesota with an all-time helmet on the night. Shout out 9-15 kickoffs, though. I know. I wish it was on a Friday night, but I mean that's like that's kind of the best. Like in the NHL, when the Stars play Vegas, it's like puck drop nine o'clock. It's like that's actually not that bad. It gives me something to do all the way up till bed, so I don't mind it. Uh, however, the bowl cancellations can stop. That's bullshit. I'm tired. Yeah, that's starting to how get. They, a little how they didn't make regulations like to prepare for this ahead of time is like insane. there's no there's no found or uh, help me founding guys. fathers. There's no, no founding fathers. <laughs> you no. Know. Oh, there's no governing body over college football. And so when you do these interconference matchups that are run by a bowl game that is their own committee, like they don't they just do whatever. Like why don't, no like, why don't you like why don't you like have a like backup teams ready to go? Like just in case. Because this is like the first time this has ever happened. They've never tried to I know, to do but this. like how do you not like have like regulations like for this shit to happen? Because like you saw the cases. There's like, no governing body. Because the problem is, is that there's no consequence and or really incentive for any team to do it or not. Money, do it. you can make money. I, I'm not enough to keep them around. If it was, if it, the money was on the table, there would be no teams. They would get the fucking third string walk on out there at quarterback if they really had to. That's the problem I just see with all this is just. And I think another thing is, is you need teams, you need bowl games to be worth it a little more. And one thing I kind of had in mind is I think they need to up the bowl eligibility wins to seven or eight. And I think we need to eliminate a little bit of less bowls. And I think the other bowl games need to be a little bit more of importance. You got to get rid of the fucking Gator Bowl and the Camellia Bowl and all this. Gator Bowl is good. It just, you're going to have this and you're going to continue to have this as long as this pandemic continues or you know they'll find other excuses once this pandemic comes and goes and teams will just continue to opt out players will continue to opt out there needs to be i don't know maybe a money incentive they need to make the game maybe more important don't be playing it at 11 o'clock on a fucking tuesday afternoon is maybe a good suggestion i mean that's a place to start make it more prime time make it make it a big deal and i i don't know i just Otherwise, you're just going to keep having these because these teams and these guys, most of them just don't care to be there. Well, Shafe, this kind of goes back to something we discussed before where you get to a point where the college football playoff expanding actually hurts bowl season more than it helps it. And it's already to a point where bowl season's kind of left in the yeah. rearview mirror, correct? So yeah, as a, you we look at it as, as if you expand this playoff, correct, to – 8, 10, 12, whatever they're looking at. I've heard four or five different, you know, figures from people. Like some people want it big, some people want it small. Um, but expansionists and people who are voting for that, more money, 
Uh, they believe that, you know, more teams would have meaningful, meaningful games down the stretch, which is true, but also false in a way. I don't know. I'm for like eight teams, I think, is the max you should go. And then when you get to that point, all those bowl games get less and less, which means like if you're Miami of Ohio or your FIU, you know, teams like that, they really don't have a shot at a national title, whereas basketball, baseball, things like that, they really do. So do you go to a model where you kind of give the G5 their own 18 playoff? Because we've talked about that. We would like that a lot. The but when college football playoff yeah. or FCS or, or non-Power 5 and Power 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when you do that, here's my question to you guys. Do you make it a system in which – these smaller schools, they, maybe they don't want to play the bigger schools as much because it'll hurt their record for their playoff or whatnot. But they make a shit ton of money playing those bigger They schools. do, but do you make it so, like, your record is only versus other G5s and you take out P5s? So if you play two bye games, Kent State goes plays Iowa, they go play Ohio State, right? 12 games down to 10. So now they are only judged off 10 games played against other G5s at lower or do you make it like a relegation system to where you can go like European soccer style? That would be sweet. I don't know how you'd figure that out. That would be awesome. If they went to that system, I'll jump on board with shape and say they got to win seven or eight games to make a bowl game. Cause like the six and 16, some of them just, they don't, they don't need to be there, man. Like, I, I don't know if you need to go to the, I don't think the soccer style is the way to go because we're already crazy enough about college football in this country. Could you imagine, like, what – I mean, you already see, like, overseas, like, what fans do, what organizations do. Like, people lose jobs. People – like, riots happen. Could you imagine if there was a soccer style? Okay, but those that's different. College? That doesn't mean – How, cool. would, I mean, how, how is that cool. – there is, like, there, the there is no – Riots the are going to ensue because we're doing a fucking playoff in a relegation system. I mean, we are all Schaefer, human. In they this riot world. when they win over there. You know that too, right? Yeah, I I okay, get so it. So what are we getting at here? We got teams get, that TP trees. We got teams that do all this crazy stuff. We're already almost there. I, I it's think not the craziness would be in fluctuated. That's a hell of an argument more. to bring up, Reese. You were going to say something. No, I didn't. If oh. you don't think we're as crazy as college football in this country as much as they are about, oh soccer, no, we are. We are. I'm not saying you're right on that. I'll agree with you. Parks would agree with that. I'd say Reese agrees with that because it's, but it's different in the fact that these are schools and not professional athletes. I mean, they're already getting paid. Yes. But I think in order to be technically a professional athlete, you'd have to be paid for for your your actual football, not for your services, not necessarily for your name image likeness. Yeah. I mean, the, the Vikings don't pay fucking Kirk Cousins because he is a really good face of Wheaties. Like it's because he's a good football player. And that's the difference is like insurance companies are paying Adrian Martinez because he's Adrian Martinez, not because he's a good football player. I mean, it's in, in fact, so I, I get what JP is saying there, but I don't know. It's just such a fucking broken system, man. It's, it's so hard to say like one way or another. Or the you need right a way, governing but. body. You need somebody, you need an or a, College football commissioner, commissioner of college baseball, commissioner of college basketball. Like, you need people in charge of this. Okay, you got to name one college football commissioner right now. Who are you picking? Urban Meyer. Uh, what do you say? <laughs> Urban Meyer. Gary Barta. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Oh. 
I would say uh, Greg Sankey, SEC commissioner, seems to be making plenty of moves. He's dealing with one of the biggest conferences money-wise in the country. Like, you could go that direction. You could go from, like, an AD at some school. Um, But I think going with, like, a conference president would probably be your best move. Whose interest is college football? Not Kevin Warren. I would say, yeah, I don't know. Sankey would be dangerous because then we could move to that, like, what you're talking about because it'll be favoring the sec and all of his decisions. Don't they already like. do that. I mean, basically imagine if he was fully in charge, I would say I would stick away from the presidents of the conferences just because, or the commissioners of the conferences, just because I don't, I feel like any conference commissioner or president that went to that position would kind of favor that. I think they understand their point though. Like these people weren't born and bred in that, you know, I'll give you a name. I would say Herb Street or Joel Klatt. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, (laughs) Polanyi. No, I think Herb Street or Joel Klatt because I will feel comfortable with somebody who's played the game before and now analyzes at a high level over somebody who's up on the field. Desmond Howard. I feel like Herb Street, that's not a terrible – I feel like he would have the best interest in college football in general. He's He's a pretty neutral guy. He's not one way or the other. I feel like he just loves college football, and I feel like he would try to save the tact of the sport. Right. Matt Leinart. Stop. Yeah, Reggie Bush. Stop. Yeah. Just really no USC homers. No, just no people who cheated. Tim Tebow. Uh, Timothy, Timothy's got more going on in his life than he needs. With and he could bring Jesus to the sport. Yeah, he would also require prayers before games, and then we'd have a whole other issue. You mean Jesus is already in the sport? He's already in the sport. He's in everything. That's John Jesus. Yeah, that's true. Hey, boy, Reese. That is true. Okay, let's go to games. Um, obviously, we've been betting on anything in the last week. You've known our picks. We've added a few here and there. There's a bunch of games starting tomorrow. And then I think we hit – yeah, we're going to hit the playoff games before we talk to you next. So, we got to cover a lot. Yay. Um, okay, so let's start. Um, Wednesday games, and I'll let Schaefer open the floor as Iowa State takes on Clemson tomorrow. What do you expect, and how do you think the game will realistically go from a non-fan point of view and a fan point of view? Uh, I mean, I've looked into this kind of a few different ways. I've kind of leaned back and forth. Part of me thinks that we have a chance. Part of me doesn't. I I know that offensively what to expect out of Clemson is kind of what you're going to see all year. I think Iowa State will fare decently – with that offense, I mean, you had DJ Uangalele is a guy who only has like, I think nine touchdowns and nine picks this year. And he's without four or five of his top receivers. They're left to basically one option and that's to run the football. And Iowa state has been successful this year when they have stopped the run. And it's just a matter of starting out strong. The games, all seven wins, we've started out strong in the first half. Uh, I don't expect anything differently this time around because looking back, I mean, we just kind of slept through a couple of quarters of those games we lost to teams like West Virginia and Texas Tech that we kind of took for uh, granted. Offensively is where really the concern is. I mean, without arguably the best running back in college football and an already shaky offensive line that's been pushed around by some bad defenses this year, it's definitely a giant concern because to Clemson, I think, has a top five defense in the country. I mean, this is a team and a defensive line that's 
just absolutely massive. And people forget this is a team that fared very well against Georgia on the defensive side of things. They only lost to Pitt and an NC State team in double overtime. That's a very solid NC State team. So On them both, by the way. On them both. So this is a team that, I mean, they've won seven of the last eight. They're still Clemson. They still have DJ. I think even though he struggled this year, I think the talent is still there. I just – I'm a little concerned to see number 15 for uh, Iowa State. I just don't know mm-hmm. if I want to see him throw the ball 45 times. I just don't he, – he holds on to the ball too long. We've seen him against big defensive lines like against Oklahoma, and things can just turn south pretty quickly as far as his skill set is concerned. So, I would definitely lean an under here. I think I can definitely see like a 44. 17- a 17 to seven type of game really for like Clemson. I could see Clemson winning probably 17 to seven would be kind of my prediction. I see, I see this game is just, you know, worried about Iowa state's offense. They've shown struggles throughout the year. Um, I think if you look at Clemson, you have to start with the defense. Like I think offensively they'll be able to move the ball. I don't know if they'll be able to turn it into points. It'll just be, you know, it's going to be a slugfest and just a trench game. And that's what you get when you play a team from Iowa. And that's what you get when you play a team from Clemson, who's always had a good front seven and always had a solid, you know, offensive line and playmakers on the edge. So I'm excited to watch. I don't really have a play in this game just because I've swung myself so many different ways. Um, But I think it'll be a really good game to watch. It'll probably one of the best ones tomorrow, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Today. Today. Yes. today. Today. Um, I don't like the line. I was going to say the under, I think the under, um, it might be the play. I think people, people kind of forget just because how shaky Clemson season one went based upon what they were supposed to do that they were that good week one against Georgia's offense. Like that game was unbearable to watch if you like offense, but like Clemson's defense still, it's still Clemson. Um, what do you guys think about the Dabo Sweeney picture that came out today of him standing? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Dabo? Yes, yep. when the orange jumpsuit, that was fucking That was scary. ugly. That was a that bad was picture. That was a um, bad one. First of all, get him a jumpsuit that fits. Like, why was also, it too big? with games tomorrow, you have – I can see three games with significant amount of players or um, players who are significant to their offenses out. You have David Bell at Purdue not playing. You have Kenny Pickett and Kenneth Walker not playing in the Pitt-Michigan State game. You have all these Oregon guys and all these Oklahoma guys who have already transferred. Like, this could have been a great day of college football. It's going to turn into, you know, what do we look like for next year kind of day. So, And that – I'll say that's the point I want to make. The one thing I give Iowa State in this game is, is we've seen it with the previous games so far, and it's the motivation factor. I feel like the motivation factor for Iowa State is at an all-time – is much higher than Clemson. Unless, you know, Dabble's, Dabble is – he has a success for a reason. So, you know, I, I know that he probably would be excited for this game and I'm sure he'll get his guys ready to go. But I mean, if you're Iowa state, this is a senior class. It's got all time wins. Basically everybody, but Brees is coming back. So they want to be in this game. They want to play in this game. So I think the motivation side of things is on Iowa state's side, which is, is a big deal. I mean, in bowl games, we've, we've seen it. Look at these sec teams that are just rolling over to bad teams. So it's just something to maybe think about. No, yeah. good point. So tomorrow I do – I think I lean in under in Oregon, Oklahoma. I think that just because I think Oklahoma's defense will show up and Oregon's offense has been so sputtery. 
Um, and if you don't have a solid quarterback play like they haven't had an Anthony Brown, you can definitely see issues there. That's 60 and a half. Um, Oklahoma losing some playmakers and things like that. I think even if they put up 30, I don't think they're giving up 30. So I kind of like under 60 in that one um, tomorrow, just to be quick and short on that. Maryland, Virginia Tech scares the crap out of me. I have no idea what to expect out of that. I think VT's got plenty of opt-outs. That line switched six and a half points since it opened. So, um, like, there's you just got to really research and look into these games if you're going to bet them. And tomorrow, I mean, that's the only one I even kind of think about is the under Oregon, Oklahoma. Well, Schaefer had a good point in the under for the uh, the Clemson ISU game because in the Cyclones last nine bowl games, the under is 8-0-1, and the under is 7-1 in the Clemson's last eight games in December. So, you know what? It looks good there if you're looking for – if you don't know who to take. But then again, the trends are pretty good for – Clemson against the spread. They're fourteen and two in their last sixteen games in December. So, put me down for the under under forty four. Um, I'm going to take it because one, I like betting on Iowa State during bowl season. I took an alternate spread last year against Oregon. Right. That was yep. easy money. So I like betting on Iowa State in a bowl game. I think the what Schaefer touched on, um, just kind of the care factor, is definitely in favor of Iowa State. The only thing that scares me is it is it a Clemson team that kind of wants to show off a little bit. But then again, you're not playing against like a walk in the park Iowa State defense. Like they're still good. They still have a lot of good athletes on the field on the defensive side of the ball that they're going to lose. Last football game they'll ever play in an Iowa State uniform, meaningful. So I think strong defense in Clemson alone. Those players play in their last game and most with the most wins in program history. Give me the under under 44. I like it. Um, and plus, Reese gives me the the little stats to make me feel better about myself. Check check check. Give me under 44. Mark it down. Okay. Do not, do not text me. Do not text me. I'm gonna give you I, an update. What if I give if you anybody? Yeah. If anybody is actually going out of their way to like update me during the game, I will block you. I will not talk to you. I will be that I guy. Think you know they, who you need to worry about, and that not that he's on this podcast, but I think there's one person you need to worry about. I I will hold you. I will hold in a very big grudge against you. So just a side note. So what's the goal? Like, are you going to come home and like watch it on recording? So, yeah, yeah. So the, so the goal is, is to shut off my phone. Um, we have games at five and seven, get them done. There is a TV at the Pentagon. I know it'll be on that TV for a fact. So I'm going to have to like duck my head and just plug my ears. Luckily, nobody in South Dakota gives a shit. Hopefully, at least the people that I've met. So you're playing, you're playing hidden. Yeah. I'll stay away from all those guys. It's a great point like that. Those would be Iowa State fans. Yeah, I know. I need, to, I need to stay away from those guys. I need to like, yeah, between games, between the 5 and 7 o'clock game, I'm literally going to go have to hide or like separate myself from some people, play my 7 o'clock game and get the hell out of there and hopefully I can watch it at 8. So I would say a part maybe that you're missing is in our bowl game picks group chat, I would mute that because I feel yeah, like I'll be flying. Good, good point. I'll do that right now. Yeah. So I would definitely be worried about that, that group chat. And if Colin Schrader is by God's chance listening to this too, I'd be very worried about our old room. Oh, that's I, I already texted I him. Think, I was trying to think if you guys were talking about that would spoil it. There we go. Yeah, I, I already texted him. The guy that, uh, whose first name starts with a – or last name starts with a K, he'll give it a little bit. Of, oh, rise with Asserbauer. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I need, to, I need to text him. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't, um, I'm not even going to be able to open my phone. Yeah, tomorrow. moving on to – Thursday games. If you guys have anything else on Wednesday, let me know. I don't have anything else on Wednesday. I have Thursday things I like. 
Wednesday. Um, I have bad. one bet on Thursday that I like. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you go first, Parks. Okay, I am going to take Pitt plus two and a half. I understand Kenny Pickett's out. I like Pitt, and I want to root in this game, and I'm not going to root for Michigan State. Um, it's a team, and it sounds get, it sounds stupid. It's a team Nebraska should have beat, which I could say about a lot of the teams, but that one sat probably the most salty with me all year just because it was kind of the first one that was like, really, we should have won that game. So fuck Michigan State, and I'm just going to take Pitt for the hell of it. I understand Kenny Pickett's not playing. Yeah, um, but I want to have a stake in it, and I like plus two and a half. Mm-hmm. You're also dealing with a pit defense that defends the rush very, very, very well, and Michigan State without their star. So I don't mind. Pit six I, and one. Pit, pit is six and one this year against uh, six and one against the spread against a team with the winning record. So good, Reese. I like this, Reese. We need you. Call the army. Um, lights delay. I think weeks. Thursday night. Uh, this is the latest game on Thursday night. Wisconsin, Arizona State, as everybody knows, little de facto, you know, Pac-12 team in Arizona State. I don't know how confident and how um, how much they'll be up for this game. I know Wisconsin played better ball as the season went on. Uh, minus six is more than I'd like to give with that team, and I don't want to lay under 41 because I could easily see this going over just within a rushing attack like Wisconsin and maybe giving up a couple. But I kind of like minus six with Wisconsin. Yeah, I was going to go that way too. I just don't think – Arizona State's seen a defense like Wisconsin all year. I know Daniels is back and playing. However, haven't been too impressed with him or the way this offense has really done anything this season. I think Wisconsin, like Clemson, has kind of found their groove on the later half of their season. So I I think that offensively they're not going to slow down this rushing attack for Wisconsin and defensively I think they're going to give Daniels and crew a ton of problems. Um, I think another another thing we have to take into effect here is it, it just depends on which Wisconsin team, like which way they fell off the ladder. Because you're talking about a Wisconsin team that controlled their own destiny literally in the last week and lost that game. So is it going to be the team that's pissed off that they lost that game and should have been in the Big Ten title? Or is it a team that is kind of just rolled over because they didn't have that chance? So I think it, whatever team shows up, that's obviously going to play a huge factor in the game. Yeah, for sure. And that's kind of bowl season 101. But it's I, I do like them in that spot. Not that I like that school at all, but um, yeah, I think that you look at, I also like Washington state and everybody likes central Michigan right now. I want that line to just continue to fall. Is this the, uh, it's the Jordan Pierce college football special. I was wondering if I could get a pick in here. Oh, I was just, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be quick and easy with all these picks because I know there's so many. You're yeah. Good. Jordan giving out winners that other people have. Um, no, I, I don't. State. I do. I do have Wisconsin. That's a big lean, but I don't have. I. I mean, Washington State's a solid pick. I was gonna go Thursday morning. Actually, I think I'm leaning towards North Carolina minus the nine. I know that's kind of that kind of just bit me in the ass because I had Mississippi State. Um, however, this is betting against an SEC school in which the SEC, if you haven't been paying attention, is now zero and four as of tonight, and Playing some Big pretty tree cheap. fall hard. <laughs> so I think North Carolina, you got Sam Howell coming back for his last game. That kind of means something when you, when you, it's bowl season, you see all these opt outs and you see a leader like Howell coming back. I feel like that changes a lot of the mentality in the locker room. And on the other side of the football under center, you got a South Carolina team that struggles mightily offensively led by uh, graduate assistant Zeb Nolan. They rank, 
in the 100s in yards per game. They only average about 21 points per game. I know that North Carolina's defense has not looked great this year, however. It's just a matter of I think South Carolina's offense is just frankly not very good, and are they going to put any sort of fight against North Carolina's offense? I think that – I lean the other way. They have the defensive line to do it. I, I, I tend to agree, but I don't know. I think that this North Carolina team could put up a ton of points, but nine is a big – it's a big line in a bowl game. Yeah. I lean the other way because a team that is very happy to be in this spot, they are playing well. They love playing for that coach. Um, and to me, it's kind of a principal play. Like South Carolina is happy to be here. They're ready to play here. These teams are very close in proximity. And you're going to give me 10 points to the team that's playing that well. So that's kind of my little principal play on that situation. I lean the other way on that. Okay, respectfully disagreed between Schaefer and Jordan. Okay, let's go to Friday. Friday, we have a replacement team in Rutgers taking on Wake Forest. How do we Big feel spread. Big spread. Biggins. 14 and a half is what I see right now. Mm-hmm. What, do we, what do we think? I was going to say, I don't, know. I, don't have, I don't know if I have a play in this game, but you got one team coming off arguably the best season in school history, and – Nobody knows, like, was Rutgers even practicing this last week? Like, what? What's they must the have been on campus. Yeah, they, they were doing something behind the scenes. Just to – I mean, I think the motivation is there for both teams. I don't think Rutgers wouldn't have played if the motivation wasn't there to play. But, I mean, as far as – it's just talent's concerned. I just – I don't know. It's a ton of points, but – It is. Give me points and play the over for fun? Yeah. That, yeah over was a good – over would be a good play. I think that's a good way. But I think a lot of people are ready for the picks in the semifinal on Friday. Yep. That's what we're here for. Um, Semifinal games this Friday, New Year's Eve. We'll start with the afternoon game, Cincinnati and Bama. Spread is 13 and a half in favor of Bama, and the over-under is 57. What's the move? Man, I mean, I think this is going to be a good game. I truly do. Um, my only issue becomes is Cincinnati explosive enough? Like they play good defense. I, we know that we know Alabama is, can move the ball very well. They have a, obviously the Heisman trophy winner at quarterback. They have other um, playmakers all over the field. Cincinnati has really good DBs, a really good defensive secondary. And they're, I mean, if we're being honest, this is, this is the most dumb cliche ever that people use all the time of the David Goliath versus thing, you know, but it kind of is because you're not just in the playoff playing, you know, Georgia or Michigan or some team that's been there a couple of times. You're playing like Goliath as a Nick Saban who runs the college football. So I don't know if I like plus 13 and a half. I kind of like the under in this spot because I do think if Alabama shows up and plays really well, I think they can keep uh, Cincinnati under 20 and, I think I think Cincinnati's got the goods to keep them on, under 35, keep Alabama under 35, and it's not a game you're going to see, you know, someone run it up on the back end. So, man, I don't know. I'm not betting on the game because I want Cincinnati to be competitive, and I honestly want them to win the game so much. I'm going to be a full-on fan. Um, I, but it I'm, sounds like you don't have the faith in them if you won't take them. Fuck no, I don't. Why would I? <laughs> I, I mean, you have, I have no idea what to expect. Because you've seen really, really shaky parts of the Cincinnati team throughout the year. 
games that they shouldn't have even been close with teams if they were this dominant and this good to be in the spot that they, sh- they are in now, they shouldn't have done. So, yeah, I, I have my doubts, but I will be cheering for Cincinnati. I will say that. I have no idea how the game's going to go. I think the line's in a really good spot, though. Yeah, I mean, this is this is Cincinnati not only playing for themselves or for their school or for their fans, but this is Cincinnati playing for the entire group of five and for the future of college football. I, it, I don't mean for it to sound as big as it is. No, but you're right. This is well, you can't play. say that because it is as big as it is, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're playing for the respect of group of fives going forward in this college football history. So part of me, old me, would be like, fuck. Cincinnati I want Alabama to kill them they don't deserve to be in however I mean they are who they are and as bad as they've played at some points this season this is a Cincinnati team that they come to show up every time they got a good game on hand they've won in South Bend they handled Houston they've handled SMU I know they haven't seen Alabama but this is a team that shows up and when you have Desmond Ritter I think that gives you somewhat of a chance. Is he an NFL type quarterback? No, but he's a very I mean, he's a very efficient college quarterback. And this is an All American secondary that they got. How, Kobe now, Bryant. You see, guys, see Kobe Bryant's wearing eight for Kobe Bryant. Really? Sick. Yeah, that is so sick. I, I just I know they haven't seen anything like they will see for the receiving core in Alabama, but this is a really good defense. I, if I had to play, I don't know what the first half spread is, but I think it, I would lean first half spread oh, for Cincinnati. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Reese, your specialty's getting flipped on. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if, some if, if, if Alabama comes out a little slow. I know what they did against Georgia in that defense, but I'm still not on Bryce Young. I'm still not on that this offense is head and shoulders above everybody else. I, I don't hate the take. I don't hate the take punch him in the mouth. Come out and punch him in the mouth. I mean, you can talk Alabama. I'll, I'll talk to you about uh, an Alabama offense that didn't score until eight minutes remaining in the game against Auburn. I'll say that. So they've had their, their struggles too. And I'm not saying that's like something to lean on just because it is a rivalry game. And Auburn's defense, as you saw today, controlled the game pretty well. Yeah. Um, also look at the fact that Georgia's um, strength on defense was their front seven. Cincinnati's strength is their back four and their yep. secondary, which is yep. very different because that's how Georgia was exposed. It was through the air. It was with the playmaking ability and the deep threats with all the receivers. Now you're in a spot where Cincinnati is stronger on that spot. Do they go to the run game? Do they make Bryce Young get out of the pocket, you know, do more play action? Do they run more RPOs outside zones, things like that to expose maybe that front – you know, front four and front seven, or do they stay with, you know, who they are? Because I think Nick Saban can adapt a game plan to anybody in the world. It's just what do they think fits them? And I think that's a big part of this over-under that I was talking about is what do they think they can do? Because if right. they slow this down, they're not going to put up 40. And if they slow it down, Cincinnati's not going to put up 30. So that's why I kind of like that under. I feel like Cincinnati's defensive line still plays a massive part, though. Like, if they can't create some sort of pass rush or a, a, some sort of hurry and they give uh, Bryce Young that much time to throw, no matter if they're in good coverage, he's going to make a play. That's just kind of who he is and, and the caliber of player that he is. So I feel like they, that's going to be a massive part of this game is Cincinnati needs to get a pass rush. You know their defense is going to be their defense in the secondary, but if they can't get a good pass rush on Bryce Young, 
It could be a long day and a lot of rush yards for, for old number nine. I think also with that, with that game, I think if it's going to be a blowout, I think it's good that it's the first game. Yeah. Would it kind of suck if it was the second game? Yes. Many, I'm, I like that it's the first game. Reese? I, how many, how many Pac-12 teams have played in the football playoff? Two? Oregon and Washington? We're two, yeah, two. Oregon and Washington. Oregon played – or I mean, Oregon got beat by Ohio State. Was that, was they a, was also that a played game? Florida State. Florida Oregon, State. Oregon got – Oregon got beat by Ohio State because that was the year Ohio State won it. They've they also pounded? played Florida State in the Rose Bowl. Correct. No. The, that wasn't the playoff, yeah. though, was it? No. Yes, it was, because it was Jameis Winston's last year, and it was – No, that was the whole... year Auburn. That was the year they beat Auburn. They won it. Okay, then expl- – no. Yeah. Oregon has played Florida State in the Rose Bowl. That was a college football playoff game. Was that the okay. jump game where Jameis Winston jumped over that dude and then made a spin move at the goal line? Or was that no, that was, that, that was the last year Oklahoma it was BCS. State. No. Because why would they play in the Rose Bowl? They're neither one of them. Was it 2015 the first year it was the, CF, the college football playoff? 14. 14 was, yeah. Interesting. But anyway, why, why are you, are you doubting me? Well, I'm saying. Anyway, my question was because, I mean, if, if Cincinnati plays well in this, like, because I, I wasn't sure if Oregon played well or not. And, like, I know – I remember Washington got spanked by Alabama. But, like, if the group of five teams can come in and, like, compete against an Alabama team, like, they're looking better than a Pac-12 school. Very good point. Has. Because there's already been absolute demolishings in the college football yeah. playoff. It's not like it's like been, Notre Dame last year. Like there's teams that get shit pounded. So that's that was another even the big even the Big Twelve year. when uh, Oklahoma comes in, they get shit pounded by fucking Oklahoma, or they get shit pounded by LSU and Alabama. Right. No, it's fair point. Also a fair point. But any closing thoughts for the first 2015 game? Rose Bowl, Oregon, Florida State. My bad. Okay. Uh, I would. Here's a little play to think about. I like first half, under 30 and a half, parlayed with Cincinnati plus the seven and a half in the first half. Just the what's first the half. What's the number on that? Yeah, what's the what's – yeah. Plus 188. Ooh. Let's get that on That's not big enough payday for me. I just, oh. think, I just think that you're given a little more than a touchdown. And, um, I mean, 30 and a half points. I think if you're going to play anything under 30 and a half, Seems like a good bet for first half. I just don't see that many points getting scored in the first half, if I'm going to be completely honest. I like that that makeup of those plays, Schaefer. However, I do have a question for Jordan. How can a tasty teaser at minus 120 not flow your boat? But those two picks, which we just talked about. Because those are, those are full games. Those are full games. I get the whole game in a spread, and I don't have to worry about it all happening in one half of football. Yeah, I just yeah, no, I get where your doubts are there, but that that's good value for those two picks, especially after we broke it down. The seven and a half would scare me the most about that, for sure. The, the seven and a half would scare me. I don't think the under would. The ugh, I just don't know what's going to happen. It just I, I pray for a close game. I pray for it because the the basically the group of five, like you said, Shafe, is just going to be wiped out of existence when it comes to college football talk if Cincinnati is shit pounded. Yep. So. That's just kind of what we're playing for. So we're playing it for a little bit. If you love college football and none of your teams are in it or teams that you really don't care about, then you should cheer for Cincinnati because it's just going to make the sport that much better. Played really well last year. I mean, it was that spread like nine and Georgia they had a, won that game. a field goal. They should have won that game. Yep. But anyway, let's move, go to the nightcap, the game everybody wants to talk about. Seven and a half is the line in favor of the Georgia Bulldogs and over under is 45. 
So a little bit lower of an over-under for sure. Seven and a half is the points, and Michigan is considered the home team. How do they decide that, by the way? Is it conference champion, or is it distance traveled? Great question. I just, it, they're higher seed. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yep, that would be it. That would definitely be it. Yeah, okay. so this game, seven and a half, I don't want to be on the – God, everybody's on Michigan, man. And it, Put me on everybody. Put me yeah, with everybody. I, God, that's the part that scares me is I'm going with the public the here. Spread this year. Yeah, going with the public right there and being seven and a half, but then you get that hook at seven. Man, I don't know. I, I mean, I could see this going under easily too. I think Georgia's shown that they're not explosive offensively, especially they played Kentucky in a low-scoring game. They played plenty of other teams in low-scoring games. Clemson. It's, you know, I don't know. To me, it's – do I want to go with the public or not? If not, then I'll stay away. But if I do, I'm taking Michigan. It's a Michigan or pass for me on this. We're on the same okay. boat. Uh, I just don't – I think Michigan's just came too far this season to, to, be underest, to really be underestimated like this and get laid over in this, in this football game. I, I just like Michigan's defense versus Stetson Bennett, and that's really all it comes down to. I don't think this Georgia offense is going to come out and put up – 31 points. I think it's going to be low scoring. And if it's going to be that low scoring, how is Georgia going to win by more than seven? I just don't see that happening. Um, and I think Michigan can really, they're more of a run style team, but I don't think that we can really sleep on them in the passing game. I think McNamara can be honest with you. I think he's just as honest as Stetson Bennett. So with the run game that they have, I think it's something to be aware of. They might get you on a few, few deep pass plays or something like that. And, and when obviously when you have Aiden Hutchinson in that defensive line for Michigan, just seven, just seven and a half, it just seems like a lot for a big state game like this. What if Michigan this does is have a lot of – go ahead. Go ahead. What? Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, Michigan – we're such nice guys. Michigan does have a lot of rushing attacks like that people don't notice. They have two really, really good running backs. And then people also forget about the addition of J.J. McCarthy. Even when he's in the game, he still gets a good seven or eight yards, and he can throw the ball a little bit. So it opens up the game a lot, and it gives different looks that Georgia pretty much hasn't seen throughout the year. They haven't really faced a team that plays two quarterbacks as well as Michigan does. So I feel like that's a really good spot for Michigan as well on the offensive side of the ball. Go ahead, JP. I, I was just going to say, is this going to be a spot where it didn't happen in the Ohio State game this year? Is this going to be a spot where the world's on Michigan and they don't show up? I don't know. See, that's – I mean, that's kind of what happened to Georgia in the SEC title game, right? Correct. So the world was on Georgia – and they just laid, rolled over and laid an egg and, and let another SEC team into college football playoff. But that, Honestly, that's the only nerve that I would have. But I feel like it's too big of a game for that. I can't wait to have a dose that case in my hand watching this football game. Yes. I would also interesting man in the world. Anything but a dose that case, but I'm also looking forward to watching the football game. I feel like dose that case needs a bowl game. That, the dose that case bowl? I feel um, like that, that's a solid bowl. Where would you I'd host be... it? Careful. Could you imagine the advertising for that bowl game Arizona, to bring back the most yeah. interesting man in the world? Like That's definitely like an Arizona or a California type game. Texas. Yeah. Texas. Somewhere yeah, in Texas. Just... Every bowl game is in Texas. Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> yeah. The Corn Bowl. At, uh, Edward Olson Stadium. They should, do like a field, they should do a field Dude, of dreams. what is Minnesota doing? They should do a field of dreams, but uh, with a football field for Iowa. For no, the unit they're getting ready for the Briarcliff game next year. It's the best team they've ever played. <laughs> Um, um okay what go ahead I, I lean michigan on that one i was just gonna say we should give our final thoughts on that game final thoughts 
Give me Michigan plus seven and a half. And I honestly hope they win the football game. Perfect world for Cameron Parks, Michigan, Cincinnati, college football title game. That'd be fun to watch. Yes. That just sounds fun to watch. <laughs> I think just... Alabama wins, but I think it's close. And then I lean Michigan right now. I got to just decide if I want to lean with the public. Uh, I'm going to, I mean, yeah, I, God, I would probably go Michigan. I don't, I don't, I don't want Georgia, but I'll probably go Michigan and Alabama will be a title game for me. If you give me Georgia to win, you have to have Cincinnati win. If Alabama wins, Michigan wins. I don't want an all SEC title game. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awful. I don't really care for a rematch or the whole storyline of, do you remember Tua Tungavailoa? Yeah. Do you remember right. the past? Do you remember the SEC title? Yeah. Revenge is at stake. Like, I don't need that shit in my life. None of those guys are on that team anymore. True. I'm just saying that that's what the narrative would be. That's well, yeah, 100%. I know. They would show that highlight. Of I know, that's, what I'm, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. They would say that I, then normal people would be like, well, nobody's on that team anymore. Exactly. Oh, normal people would be like, is he still the quarterback? Yeah. They would run. They would throw, show the replay of that touchdown pass to win it. From two uh, a couple of years ago, sixty-five times they would show that a hundred times. Yeah, that would be um, coin toss though. But, coin toss bets back. Uh, do you guys like uh, our hogs on Saturday? Mm, I I did before I watched these SEC teams play. I don't. I'm not. I mean, uh, now we'll I can't. Come back to that. We'll come back to that. I cannot be super scared of that because of what the MAC did. Like we were so heavy on shitting on the MAC, which they still haven't been yeah. good. But like Western Michigan just slapped. I think this is this is the biggest game in Arkansas in the last ten years. So you're right. I I still do. I love Arkansas. I'm on Arkansas. That's, that's I already took them. That's a pick for me. Yeah, I'm on Arkansas money line. Yep, I love that. Hogs. Okay, respectfully. Um, also, is my take as cold Ooh. as it was on Penn State? No, no, but it was very cold at one point in time. Yeah, when they were, they were going into Iowa, it was freezing. I would say you're like, you're like a glass of water where the ice cubes are almost melted. Like you're not lukewarm. Like where they're just there's condensation on the outside yeah, of it. It's just a little cold. Yeah. I okay, I can deal with that. Yeah. Okay, let's go to another Saturday game: the Pokes, Pokes, and Fighting Irish. Line is. Two and a half right now, over under 45 and a half. Oklahoma State's defense is really good for that line to be 45 and a half. I think that's too many points. Yeah, to me, this one comes down to is Oklahoma State ready to play, right? Like, I think Notre Dame would be very happy to play. They have a new head coach. They've got all that said. They hire from within. They're, you know, not snowed, but they're out of the college football playoff. All that stuff with Brian Kelly leaving. I think they're going to be very ready to go. Problem becomes is Oklahoma State that ready to go? Great question. I have no idea. I don't know what team's going to show up as much as I'd like them to win because I'm not a Notre Dame guy. I, I lean Notre Dame here minus the two and a half. I, I don't think that's a bad play. Spencer Sanders is still like, he's good. Don't get me wrong, but he's very shaky in the fact of which Spencer Sanders is going to show up like big 12 mm-hmm. title, Spencer Sanders, Notre Dame's going to win by two touchdowns. Like, yeah. he just wasn't existent in that He game. was not good. I mean, oh. and, and Notre Dame runs the football really well, and I understand Kirion Williams is gone, and I understand that thing. And Oklahoma State plays really good defense. But, but if it's two and a half, it's two and a half. It's a field goal, right? Like, I just think there are things there, you know, where Jack Cohn's not going to ruin a game. He's not going to win you the game, but he's not going to ruin it like Spencer Sanders did in that Big 12 title game. Right. Okay. Safer's not here with us. 
I feel like Schaefer would side with the pokes and talk about defense. Although Schaefer is a little heavy on Notre Dame better. He, he likes to bet on Notre he Dame. He is a Notre Dame better. Reese, did you so. say something? I said, I remember what I said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it's just about the safe bet. I don't know. Schaefer, Must he's back. Important. Notre Dame and Oklahoma State, go. He's got to unmute himself. Notre Dame and Oklahoma State. Go ahead, Schaefer. Uh, I am going to go with Notre Dame here. Ah! Well, I did – no, we said you, you, you would go with the post, but you've been heavy betting Notre Dame, so we were interested. Yeah, heavy betting Notre Dame here. I was leaning a little bit more towards Oklahoma State recently, but I just can't take that offense, and I can't invest in that offense, especially when Notre Dame is, you know, they got, uh, God, I'm already, Freeman. Isn't it Freeman, their head coach yes, now? Marcus Freeman's Freeman. the head coach, yeah. Not defense. He's got leading the defense. He's running the defense he wants to. He's running the team the way he wants to now. I think that Jack Cohn and Kyron Williams still give that offense a threat. I know that West Oklahoma State has a really good defense, and Malcolm Rodriguez is playing in his final game for the Pokes. But I think in just two and a half in this situation, it's time for Notre Dame to get over the hump. And this is the best and arguably the last opportunity to finally get over that um, New Year's Day Bowl or College Football Playoff Bowl hunt and snap that losing streak. So it's a chance for them to finally earn the respect, and I'm going to take them. I'm, I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid, and if they disappoint me one more time, then I will never speak highly on Notre Dame ever again. Which college football team that brings up a point where it's just going to – this is our break in breaking down games right before we go to JP for obvious reasons. What team – betting-wise, disappointed you the most. I'll lead off Arizona State fucked me multiple times this year. But go ahead. Arizona State got me really good one time. I think it got us all the same week. Um, shoot, I mean, I'd have to go look. Yeah, I'll have to go back and take a peek here. That's a good question. I know the being on it recently, this, this wasn't the first time the Chargers fucked me over this weekend, by the way. They fucked me over at least two or three times. But I know it's college football, but Chargers are definitely a team that has just absolutely screwed me over this year. Uh, okay, respectful. Let's go back to games, and we're going to go to JP for obvious reasons. Iowa, Kentucky spreads three in favor of the Cats over under 44. Cats. What do you feel like – give me a Schaefer kind of breakdown where it's realistic and then your fan point of view of what Iowa needs to do to be competitive and win this football game. I feel like the, the obvious answer – is can they score points? That's your question. Um, but what are you thinking? Uh, realistically, it's going to come down to, you know, the offense, are they going to be consistent? Not necessarily are they going to score points because if they're not consistent, it doesn't matter. Like they need to be consistently driving the football, making things happen and not playing a super field position game with a Kentucky team that has weapons uh, and Wandell Robinson and Will Levis and things like that to score points. Kentucky also plays really good defense. Uh, they have a solid offensive line. They have a solid defensive line. Can Iowa limit big plays? The answer has been yes for eternity until the Big Ten title game when they just gave up too many. So it's going to be, can they limit that? If they're able to limit big plays and just have a consistent breathing, living offense, they have a chance to win the game. If you're looking at it from a betting perspective, if this gets above three, I would say don't even touch it on either side because just how it's going to work and how the game I think is going to play out under 44 is not a bad bet at all. I think that's come down only a point that'll come down more once people are getting their um, bets in from tomorrow, Friday and all that stuff. So I would definitely look at that. 
But from a fan perspective, I'm looking at it as, is this going to be, are we treating this like the last game this year or are we treating it like the first installation for next year? Are we going to try some new things on offense? Are we going to look a little different? Are we going to try to, you know, have a vertical passing game? What's going to happen in that spot? So that's kind of my thoughts on it all. I think we have a chance to win. It doesn't look like we line up. They are us with an offense that can breathe. So. Fair. Schaefer, what do you got? Iowa and Kentucky. I'm going to be completely honest. I just haven't paid too much to attention to Kentucky all year to really give you an in-depth analysis. I know that they pose a lot of offensive threats to that Iowa defense, but I don't think it's something Iowa hasn't seen this year. Um, And kind of like JP said, are are they going to, is Brian Ferentz going to finally try something new? Maybe a crazy trick play, maybe open opening up the passing game instead of play action, everything Uh, getting Kentucky on their toes, keeping them honest. I don't know. Uh, I just wouldn't, my personal experience, I don't know if I would take the points with Iowa just based on what they're going to bring offensively or what I have seen at least so far this year. Right. But okay. I don't I will not play the game. We don't need to spend a ton of time on that because I think it's a pretty self-explanatory game just with a team that can't play offense. <laughs> yes, and that's what I was gonna say, not playing it as well. I think the final score is very possible to be three to zero if Iowa State Iowa's defense does what they can do. So I think three is a sketchy line just because it depends on Iowa if they can score the football. I think their defense is gonna have to come up with the big plays to even get on the board just like all year long. So not much to break down there. I don't know who's going to win the football game, but I will watch it. All right, let's go to another Saturday game, a game that I'm a little excited about, Ohio State-Utah. I think it's going to be a great football game. Where do you guys stand on that? Schaefer, go ahead, man. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't think I'm going to play it. If I had to play it, I think I'm going with Ohio State. Um, That's a big over. It is, it is a big over. I think that Ohio State offensively, you still, you know, I don't, I, I, Olave's not playing, correct? I would assume he's not playing. No. And neither is Wilson. That I don't know. Okay. So I think even with that, you know, you got Jackson Smith and Jenga. You have the backfield. Ohio, Ohio State is Indeed. still loaded on offense. I mean, let's not, let's not disclose that fact. I don't think Utah is even. I don't know. I don't think they're kind of, I don't think they're ready to see what they're going to get out of Ohio state's offense. Um, yes. Ohio state, you don't have that much to play for, but you have a lot coming back for next season. And this is a great way to go into next year. Um, I, I, I will never side with a pac 12 team. And I think Ohio state's got a lot of offensive weapons. So maybe if I'm, if I'm hot and I'm winning a lot, um, I'll keep it rolling and maybe take the points with Ohio state. Yeah. So you can count it down as a lean for me. But as far as right now, I'm not. Yeah, I lean Ohio State as well, but I do think the uniform game is not even close. Yeah, no, Utah's Utah's Utah wins. Yeah, Yeah, Utah's got putting the roses on the helmet. Game over. It's over. Nice touch. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I lean Ohio State in this spot too. Like Schaefer just said, like there are plenty of weapons still on that offense, and their defense is still solid. It's not great. It's it's all right, but like Utah's gonna want to run the football a ton and they're not that big of a threat through the air where Ohio State's had their issues. So explosive offense versus not an explosive offense. So I think four and a half and is it four, four and a half, like I'd take that. Yeah, it's four and a half now. Open up at seven. 
quite the, a bit. The only thing that sketches me out about it, and honestly, if I had to make a pick in this game, I'm taking Utah plus five. This is the hottest team in college football that's gone under the radar. Yes, they're in the Pac-12, which we shit on a lot, but this team hasn't lost since October 23rd, and they haven't even been in close games since then. They're blowing teams out of the water, and their team's like, we looked at the Oregon game twice now with Utah and said, well, I don't know, like Oregon's pretty good. They have that win on the road at, at Ohio State. This team piss-pounded Oregon twice. I think Utah, I think this team has every capability to beat Ohio State. So I don't know. I like the points kind of. Plus five with this out of a team, with, it's going to be meaningful of them because it's probably the best spot they can get in. Yes, it is a team that lost to Oregon State. That was their last loss on October 23rd. They haven't lost in a month and a half. So I kind of like the use. I'm, if, I, if I'm going to play the game and it's a, it's a heavy lean, honestly, it might be a play. Um, I'm going to take Utah plus five. That's just kind of the way I'm feeling on it. And I've seen the bad sides in Lincoln of Ohio State. And I've also seen the good side on TV where they just piss pound teams like Michigan State. So it depends. But I like Utah. I like Utah a lot. Okay. Let's go to another game. Saturday, do you guys want to touch on Baylor Ole Miss or LSU? You know, LSU Kansas State. I don't know why it's listed in the same day. But that's on Tuesday. But Baylor Ole Miss, do you have anything to say on that game or a play? I think I'm I on Ole Miss. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't hate that. I, I don't know what I'm getting out of Baylor, uh, offensively with or without Bohannon. I don't think they possess much for Ole Miss to be concerned about. Um, they don't have much of a run game. They don't have a receiving core. Bohannon is a much, a lot, much better improvement to their offense. Um, defensively they're solid. I think that they could give Ole Miss some problems, but Matt Corral's arguably the best quarterback in the country, and there's just not a whole lot slowing him down. And I just don't think – I think one and a half is a good spot for Ole Miss because I just don't see mm-hmm. Baylor keeping up if I'm yeah. going to – and why is this line flying up on the over-under? Why is it moved up yeah. to 55 and I, a half? I, 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 I like that. I like that a lot. I can see this being – You Matt like Corral's the over? Yeah, I like, I like the over in the mid-50s. I do. Why? Uh, this is Baylor and Iowa State got up to 67 points, and those two are supposed to be known for their defense. I but think Ole Miss has sneaky been under, man. Like their lines have been inflated. They're three and nine to the over right now. But if they haven't been under, they have been way over. <laughs> that Arkansas Ole Miss game, 51 52. That's like different. That. that game was insane. That game was awesome. That, that game was, was awesome. But you okay. got. Yeah, I don't know. Over? Over 55 and a half is a play, Schaefer, or Ole Miss? If I, I would make – I think either or I don't think you can go wrong with. Okay. But I would You're like to see right Baylor give, give a fight. I will be watching this game. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I like there, Ole Miss. I think this is an intriguing matchup for sure. So the under is 7-0 in the Rebels' last seven games. The under is 4-0 in the Bears' last four games. So Whoa. That's 11 straight. Just a little hint. There you you should have said that before we just broke down the over, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I said I like the under. Okay, there's your play for that game. Now let's go to the last bowl game on the docket um, before the College Football National Championship. Kansas State and LSU. Line is three and a half in favor of the Wildcats. Over under is 47 and a half. Do we have a play? No. No. Yes. I don't at all. Yes. Let me guess, Schaefer. Schaefer. Are you in Kansas State? I am on yeah. the Wildcats. I predictable. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. 
I'm going to keep beating my drum. I think that there are some – I will take that back. I, I agree with JP. I think there are some SEC schools that have a lot to play for motivation-wise. I think South Carolina is one. I think Arkansas is two. Um, both teams really are just happy to be in a bowl game. What the fuck are you getting out of LSU? I mean, in all honesty, Max Johnson's leaving. I'm not sure who they have at quarterback. My only concern is is I thought I saw that Will or uh, Skylar Thompson was going to give it a go. Um, from what I'm reading, it looks like Will Howard might be the, under the center. So my, predi- my play will be whoever's uh, playing quarterback for Kansas State. So if, if K- Skylar Thompson's playing quarterback, you can drop me down. I think that Deuce Vaughn's going to have a pretty good solid day against an LSU team that doesn't want to be there. And Kleiman's one of the best coaches in college football, and this is a K-State team, what, and you know you, what you're going to get out of them. Um, I don't think you're going to be surprised by anything you see out of Kansas State. Uh, and I just think on a January 4th, uh, when nobody's watching, who's going to be the one to show up? I think it's the better coach team. And hopefully it's the six-year quarterback uh, leading, leading the way. So, Okay. Fair enough. There's your last pick of the bowl game season before the College Football National Championship. We will record before the College Football National Championship happens. But there it is. There's bowl season. There's a lot of picks that we've given you. We've actually had a pretty good bowl season overall, um, record-wise especially. I think Minnesota just scored, so they're up 7 nothing now. Yep. Uh, yep. Stakes in the game there that I believe JP and Shaper, you both had Minnesota, correct? Yeah, yep. I like Minnesota. Okay, there you go. Um, there's your plays. There's a, possibly another winner for you. I did not end up taking West Virginia, so thankful for that now. And plus, I don't know if I would have. That's a big man scoring, by the way. That dude, that's a tank. I think he's 6'8", 350 pounds, something like that. Why is LSU and Kansas State game the last game before the title game? That was you six and six, and Kansas State seven and five. Uh, and sometimes it just works out like that. Don't ask questions. The fuck? Well, why do you get mozzarella sticks as an appetizer before you get a steak? No, I don't. Mozzarella sticks overrated. Don't. Overrated? No. Overrated. No. Yeah, overrated. Fuck, cheese grits are better. Sticks. Mozzarella sticks are not over. Cheese balls. They're good. Cheese Jay balls, not cheese curds. Split. Cheese curds. It's cheese balls. Cheese curd. Okay, cheese number balls. one appetizer, go. Cheese curds uh, are up there. Spinach artichoke dip. Fuck that, though. Cheese curds are up there. I can't even pronounce what you just are said. Wings, it sounds so fucking wings gross. An appetizer? Spinach yes and dip? no. I would qualify no. Yes and no. Wings, yeah. Fried pickles. Good. Oh, not the spears, though. Just the chips. The yeah. chips. Gizzards. Yes. He doesn't even know what gizzards are. I know what a gizzard is. Yeah. Gizzards. Why gizzards would we not know what a gizzard are? I don't know. You guys don't. <laughs> what a gizzard are? You guys don't live a little bit. <laughs> Kid goes to Texas for a month. You know what no, a gizzard is? No, I give him Iowa. I never had a fucking Texas. <laughs> uncultured swine. How do I not know what a gizzard is? But you know what? You don't know what spinach artichoke dip is. No, I know what it is. It's just it's gross. Oh man. Come on, kid. Uh, am I alone on this? JP Schaefer? No, I like it. I like it. I don't think it's the best. What, what's oh, that? Sorry. It. I like never order appetizer. Spinach artichoke dip, Schaefer. Oh, like I love it? spinach artichoke. Nachos. Ooh. Love it. Nachos. Chips and salsa at a Mexican restaurant? Yep, chips and salsa. Nachos. I've never right had there. nachos as an appetizer. Guacamole. Guacamole is undefeated. Salsa is unreal. Have you guys salsa ever before you get your margarita. Mmm, that's also good. Shaver can't do margaritas anymore. Shaver's got oh, a hey, hey, also, tummy. Also, um, let me – this is a sports betting podcast. Let me give a shout-out 
um, to my, my, my friend, my little brother's, one of my little brother's best friends. Oh, yeah, Blake. Blake Baumover, getting, getting a shout-out on Bleacher Report betting. The man won $4,000 last night on a $2 bet. Um, just Plus I, absolutely Doing fucking. Doing what? Like, what did he do? He had the under. He had the max under for both JaVale McGee and Keita Bates-Diop last night in their games. Keita Bates-Diop under three and a half points. Hit. Keita Bates-Diop under two and a half rebounds. Hit. JaVale McGee under eight and a half points. JaVale McGee under six and a half rebounds. Two dollars, four thousand dollars. Absolutely. Taxes on that. Four. Four legs. Four legs. Uh, yeah. yeah plus twenty thousand odds. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. That's unbelievable. Un unbelievable. And he has hit. I know for a fact he has hit two ten dollar parlays for a thousand bucks this year. So, just. I guess we we might have to get him on the podcast. Get him a Is special. It, ladies, if you're looking for a man, or... I know a guy. <laughs> yeah, we need. We might need some uh, some stories or some advice from Blake. Is he is he like researching these, or is he just like? Throwing uh, something at the wall and hope it sticks. That's throwing shit at the wall. Pretty, pretty much. Well, he. Oh promised, my he god, that's like winning the lottery. If you're taking yeah, that's an NBA what I player, said. if you're taking an NBA player under three and a half points, you're throwing shit. Yeah. <laughs> seeing if it sticks. That's unbelievable. The only thing yeah, I, I ever know. bet on in the NBA is like some dickhead to get, shoot over three pointers. Like over and that, and when and those boosts come around, it's like Steph Curry to hit eight threes. I mean, come on, he's got to hit them. Uh, wait, I know I didn't take the bet, but did Draymond hit a three in that game? I'll be no. so pissed. No. Are you I sure? Yes. Are you sure? Or are you just Shaver's saying? No, Shaver's I, saying I looked, no. I looked it up. No, I promise. He went four of eight, and he only had eight points, so he didn't hit a three. He didn't attempt a three. What if he know, hit a three and then got a free made one free throw? I can oh. Go back and look, but I promise you, he, he did just got to get open and transition one time and hit it. Very true. Draymond oh, Green, what, st- what game was it? It was last – we recorded last week. Grizzlies, had yeah. He had eight points on four makes. He was 0-3 from threes. Oh, so he had the looks. He took, he, took three, he took three threes. That's a lot you're getting out of him. He had oh, the looks. You should have taken him in the next game, Parks. He took four threes. He was 2-4. Oh, he was, fuck. He was hot. I bet, you it was, I bet you it was even higher than plus 150, too. Um, love two it. threes. Oh yeah. Okay, we broke down every college football game. Obviously, we'll record again before the national title game, which is the tenth, I believe. Right, Monday, Monday the tenth. I will be in Las Vegas for that. So excited Ooh. for that. Excited for that. Looking forward to it. Um, however, that wraps up pretty much everything college football wise before then. So it's a little bit sad. And this is the last time Reese will be recording with us, or are you going to make that no? Uh, well, it depends. Like, whenever you guys report, whenever you guys Maybe report, we'll get a special appearance. Like, like this isn't this isn't like final ever. Like, it's just I don't know what the fuck my schedule. No, this I, is my, it tonight. Tonight, my schedule we say, changes. We say goodbye to Reese day. for the final time. <laughs> yeah, never. <this> is <laughs> he walks into the dark, and we will never see him again. Walking to the corner. Hey, also, that's just uh. Get him on the phone. Can we get him to call into a Zoom? Is that possible? Yeah, you can oh, yeah. get in on phone. Well, it also depends when you guys record because like, I go to bed at fucking like 9 o'clock now. It's so depressing. Well, that's on Schaefer. Don't look at JP and I. That's 100% on Schaefer. Oh, my. What do you mean, oh, my? 
Oh, sorry, I, I'm just doing stuff. Hey, okay, we're not shitting on Schaefer too much. All right, let's give our, uh, uh, you know, peace peace to John Madden's family and rest in peace, John Madden, absolute legend of the game. Absolute legend of the Unreal game, literally. Guy. Like Ron Jeremy, absolute legend of the game. <laughs> he is a legend of the awesome game. Awesome, <laughs> awesome stuff, John Madden. You had to take John first, but not Ron. Come on, man. It's it's the ons if your name ends in on, so we're all fucked. Wait, Dion, Jordan, Jordan. Oh no! <laughs> what do you mean? Do you know how to say my name? It's Jordan. Oh yeah, no, it's Jordan. It's not on. Ah, it can be. Maybe you're Jordan from now on. Could be a lot of things, but it's not. Jordan. Yeah, that's not it. Are you Cam Dunn or Cam Din? Dude, you wouldn't believe the amount of people that ask me if it's Cam Don, like C D O N. So happens that's tough what the fuck yeah. are we talking about we we're just talking man we want in <laughs> i don't know all right well that's everything we touched on a lot of college football that's all that matters in life we will be back next week hopefully reese can join us once again that is everything in episode 48 reese i will allow you to play us out again man i can't uh, believe we, one I, step at a time no that was a good one Such a good one. one. I thought we were going to drop the mic on that. Uh, We good. What? We good? By by Dave? From Dave. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I'll see if I can find the MP3 of that if I can't. Uh, We'll go one step at a time. One step at a time. Good tune. Okay. Good pod. We'll talk to you all soon. We love you. Deuces. Go Paul. Show the world, but no one knows your name yet.